Hey everyone, you just got stuck at a four-way stop. I'm Brock with No K, and today's show is brought to you by Chase. Not the bank, but Chase Effectivo, my co-host and editor. What's going on, man? This episode is brought to you by Chase. Not the bank, but me. We have special guest, bad boy of comedy, Mac Kepper. Uh, we'll check him out later on in the episode in our Turn On Your Headlights segment. So, Chase, you've been telling me to, to record everything all the time. And I just I think that's too much film to go through for myself, too much film to go through for you. So I, I only turn the cameras on when people say, like, hey, let's I, I want to be a part of what you guys are doing. There are some things that we miss that are hilarious that I think we need to talk about as well. So last night, a beautiful woman walks up to the car, hops in. I say, hey, how you doing? And the first thing she says to me is, I just had sushi, just so you don't think it's my pussy or something. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you like, were thinking, I, damn, I was what's this? This girl needs to was... take a bath. <laughs> Sheesh. Uh and she's just like, nah, I, I that's my spicy sure, tuna roll. I thought for sure she was going to want to turn the cameras on. And, and I was hoping she would have some funny stories because that put me in a good mood. So let's get straight into the stories. Today we're going to take a step out of the driver's seat and we're going to hop into the cockpit. These next three stories are all travel stories. So let's get to it. Um, this is your captain speaking. We're at the four-way stop podcast requesting clearance for takeoff. Please put on your seatbelt. If you want to go and take a ride with me with three women all crammed in the backseat. Oh, why do I live this away? Must be the fun day. But if you want to take a free ride with me, make me laugh from the back of my Camry. Oh, why do I live this away? Must be the fun day. You just got stuck at a four-way stop. Okay, so I would go out as like a family. We'd visit my grandparents who lived in Maine for years. Okay. And one year, I like I was probably like one, and we took a babysitter. And right when we got there, she had never met my grandma before. And she goes to my grandma like, oh, I need to use your washroom. And my grandma thought she said washer. Oh. And I guess there was like like a laundry machine, and she, I guess there was like something up with the laundry machine. It was kind of janky, so she goes, "Need to use your washroom," and my grandma goes, "Oh, do you have a big load?" <laughs> and the babysitter goes, "No, I just need to pee." <laughs> so. we got Jason in the back seat. Uh, Jason, you said you had some traveling nightmares. What went down? Yeah, so I was traveling to China to explore Beijing and awesome. Xi'an. And when I arrived into Beijing after an 18-hour flight, I was told by the lady that was checking me in at customs that I could not enter the country because I was too tall. I mean, I know they're not super tall over there, but that's pretty ridiculous. But that's insane what all happened. So I was put in a detainment area where I had to wait for the doctor to get there. About three hours later, oh, man. a doctor shows up, asked me point blank why I'm being detained. And I turned to him and told him that the lady had informed me that I needed to be detained because I was too tall. And he just started laughing <laughs> uncontrollably, looked at me, was shaking his head, and eventually said, 
you're not too tall to get in the country. She was just detaining you so that she was hoping that her daughter would get to the airport prior to the medical examiner. <laughs> just so that eventually she could introduce me, have me marry her daughter, and bring her to the United States. Oh, perfect. And how did that work out? Did you end up meeting her daughter? No. No, okay, bummer. <laughs> as, as soon as he told me I was cleared, I was running for the door. We got Arco in the back seat. Arco, you had a story about when you smoked weed back in India? Yeah, let's once. Let's hear that. So we were looking for a spot just to, you know, maybe smoke one with the friends and okay. everyone everyone was there right there. And we started off like looking for a spot that was all blacked out at, at that point. Uh, and it was raining heavily. Okay. So we were carrying our umbrellas out and we started walking. We lit it up. And then <laughs> it so happened. We stopped at one place thinking that's hey, this is totally secluded area, like no one is here. And we, we looked on our right, there was just one house and it has one bulb that's glowing and we are like, hey, chill, no one is there. People were looking at us, but still we were like, no, it's fine. Let's do it. So there's people looking out you yeah. looking like at the window out the window? Yeah, just two people. Okay. Two, two people. And we we smoked one entire joint over there. <laughs> and after a few minutes, the lights came back to that place, and we were standing right in front of a police station. Where the cops that were looking at us. Oh no! And we were. The whole trip went into a yeah. paranoia. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. And did you guys have anything like still on you? Yeah. We, okay. We, okay. We had. We had, and we were about to do it. Like. <laughs> So we thought it was a small one, so we wanted to make another one and smoke it right there. But then we were just scared, and we we were newbies. To yeah. Be we were oh newbies yeah. At that point. And but you had you had also mentioned earlier that it's super illegal in in yeah. India, and you get in real big trouble if you get caught yeah, with it. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. Like you even like some of my friends have caught, but be it like you had to pay a lot to the cop to keep his mouth shut yeah, at yeah. that point. Is so. that a normal thing to like, is bribery? A... No, okay. you, you, just have to, you just have to be street smart to talk it out of your uh, way. Hope that you got a cool cop that yeah. is willing to bargain a yeah. little bit. Yeah, you know, you you were, you were could say that you, you you were just trying it out for the first time. Yeah, yeah. We don't know shit about it. We try, we try it out every day for the, for, for the first time. Uh, yeah, we just tried out this morning. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> That's how you go. <laughs> Smoking weed in India. Yeah, doing drugs abroad, a risky business. I, hey, I will say that 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 babysitter story. I know it's pretty short, but that was that is one of my favorite stories. To me, it's the essence of this podcast, and what we're looking for <laughs> is you've got a big love, <laughs> <laughs> and if you're tall and handsome, and in China, you're gonna come home with a wife. Yeah, I mean that's just look like tall. Being tall is a natural advantage in this world, and Everywhere else for me. around the world, everyone else is short. So you got that natural advantage. You're just going to be treated like a king. Or you'll be treated like a criminal and be detained in China because you're criminally tall. <laughs> Sir, you're right, so uh, tall. Chase. We need to inseminate my daughter immediately. Excuse me, what? <laughs> We're going to need a semen. Chase. <laughs> All right, shut up. <laughs> <laughs>
Sir, come with me. I, I need to do a some... full cavity search hey, and jack you off into this cup so I can inseminate <laughs> my daughter and have tall babies. Anyways, those stories were awesome. <laughs> I love traveling. All right, Chase, I know you got some travel plans coming up. Have you had any travel nightmare stories? I mean, there I, too many to count, but I'll tell you one story because we're doing a rideshare kind of podcast, stories about rideshare or in a rideshare, I guess not a, yeah. about it necessarily. So a few years ago, I'm in Bangkok and I am- I bet you are. <laughs> banging cocks, baby. I am on the way to a Cuban cigar bar per my sister's recommendation. My sister lived in Thailand okay. when I was um, there visiting. And so is that the same one that you threw in the garbage? Same one I threw in the garbage. Exactly. We're oh, tight okay. now. It's Good. cool. You She's guys, cool. You guys are still along. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she stopped crying. Yeah, she finally stopped crying. <laughs> so she's like, yo, you gotta go check out this Cuban cigar bar in Bangkok. And so I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. So one cool thing about taking rideshare in Thailand is they don't have like Ubers and Lyfts or whatever. They have their own special app and it's called Grab. And what's cool with grabs is not only can you take like cars and vans and whatever. I'm already I'm already on board with that. The the name alone yeah. just sounds yeah yeah. And so you can also get motorbikes. <laughs> you can get like uh, uh, motorcycle rides. So I'm like, this sounds cool. The traffic is insane in Bangkok. Insane, terrible. It's worse than Los Angeles. And I live in Los Angeles, so I am a professional at dealing with traffic. And Bangkok is on another level. And so I'm like, okay. I'm going to call a motorcycle. We can scoot right through this traffic. So I go across the street. I call my ride, and I'm just standing there watching the app, watching the, the map as the bike keeps getting closer and closer. Finally, I see it's pretty close. The GPS is a little, you know, it's not super accurate. And a motorcycle pulls up, and he goes, hey. And I'm like, hey, are you my ride? And he goes, yeah, I'm your ride. And I'm like, sick. So I hop on the back, and I'm like, I'm going to this cigar bar. And he's like, for sure, I got you. And then he starts driving in the opposite direction of the cigar bar. <laughs> now, I'm like a map nerd. I love maps. Uh, I study them, especially when I'm traveling, so I know where I'm going. I try to keep my sense of direction. Definitely so I know, I know I'm going the wrong way. And I'm like, hey. Hey, look at the map. The The directions on my phone are telling me a different way. And he's like, yeah, 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 for sure. I got you. Shortly, I realized this is not my driver. And this is a random guy who just picked me up off the street. And so I get mad. So I said, wait, you tricked me. You're not my driver. Turn around. And he's like, no, we're going the right way. I'm like, you don't understand where I'm going. You don't actually know my destination. I don't speak Thai. You don't speak English. This is a breakdown in communication. I'm I don't even know where the hell I'm going to go in Bangkok, where this dude is taking me. Definitely not the right place. So at the next red light, I hop off the bike and just start running away. <laughs> because I'm going to... I mean, taxi drivers love it. I know. Taxi drivers love and it. he was so mad at me. He got out and chased me. And I was like, bro, you tricked me. I'm confused. And I ended up giving him like... I don't know, the equivalent of like one American dollar for his trouble because he was so mad at me. And I mean, looking back, it's like, yeah, you know, I definitely should have like confirmed that it was my, you know, the correct driver. But goddamn. Uh, Always confirm that you have the correct driver. All right. Well, th this this next this next story, we, we do hit back on the road. We get back into the driver's seat. Yeah. So the next story is exciting because it's a false DUI story. Brock's Ryder was pulled over, accused of being drunk when he was sober, and basically got his car. He did wish to remain anonymous just because this was, it just happened and it was like kind of a still. He's going to retire thing. early from the lawsuit. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> so, that being said, let's get into this false DUI story. 
Yeah, false to UI. So false he's a telling a huge anime fan. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, I was hanging out with some friends, checking out a concert near Ravenswood, I think. Okay. And uh, yeah, so I was driving home uh, pretty late, and uh, yeah, I have epilepsy, so I had a seizure. Oh, okay. I'm medicated, so didn't expect it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, cops got called. Cops came over. And as one of my friends kindly reminded me, I'm pretty combative when I've had a seizure okay. because I'm scared to death the cost of an ambulance and the ER. Right, right. So when the cops asked me for to take a breathalyzer, I was pretty resistive because one of my friends took a breathalyzer once after getting pulled over and got COVID and didn't get the standard two-week uh, kind of in-bed sick kind of situation was pretty so wait, wiped he got, out. He got COVID from taking a breathalyzer? He got COVID from taking a breathalyzer and was pretty wiped out for about four weeks. Wow. Almost a whole month. That's crazy. So in my seized combative self, I refused to take a breathalyzer. It was totally cooperative to take a field sobriety test. Yeah. As most people who have seizures will say, failed the field sobriety test miserably. My car was impounded, my driver's license was taken, um, and after I got all my stuff back in an evidence bag, I was put out on the street to fend for myself. Okay. So what would normally take me about a 30 minute drive to get home, took me four hours to get home, took two buses and a blue line. Once I got home, uh, after talking to a friend about what had happened, I had learned that in that four hours it took me to get home, because I didn't have a photo ID on me, since the cops took my driver's license as yeah. a form of bail to let me go, I could have got arrested again and thrown in jail again. And <laughs> my for, life could have been for, very well ruined. For, uh, what for? For not having a photo ID. <laughs> That's, it's against the law to not have a photo ID. I, I, it's, I, it, that, that's the funny thing. That's the gray area. It's not necessarily illegal to be in public without a photo ID, but you can get arrested if you don't have a photo ID. Interesting. Even if you're not doing anything wrong. Well, bring Thank, your ID, I guess. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Bring your ID, folks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, th oh, thankfully wild. I did not get arrested right, again. Right, right. Yeah. Um, Keep yourself out of trouble after just getting out. Yes, yes. The moral to this story is my lawyer thinks I have a tremendously good chance at suing the city of Chicago. Ooh, fun. Um, not only for lawyer costs, impound costs, and Uber costs to right. live my life properly, go yeah. to work and get groceries, things like that, or DoorDash, Uber Eats, groceries. Right. Um, but also for punitive damages, which is, you know, great to have that as a possibility yeah. because it's cost me a lot of money to live yeah, the oh, last uh, it, few days. It does cost a lot of money to live <laughs> <Yeah>. every day. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that DUI story. We're not quite sure what ended up happening with the guy and his lawsuit against the city of Chicago. So I want to remind everybody that we have a hotline where you can call and give us an update. Some of the stories do not have a conclusion that makes us feel good. We want to know what happened to you. So give us an update. Call 616-666-9626. That's the four-way stop hotline. 
leave us a voicemail and we can either play it on the show or we'll just give a summary of what happened and update the listeners. I also want to take this time to do a little shilling um, because we haven't done that yet. I just want to remind you to please follow us on social media. We have an email list that we're building so we can send you an email exactly when we release a new episode. And also please give us a rating and leave us a review on wherever you listen to this podcast. With that being said, let's get into the next three stories. All right, and we're back at with a four-way stop. And we've got Olivia and Jez in the in the back seat. Um, Jez, you said you had a, a funny sex story. I do. Let's let's hear what you got. Okay. Um, so I met this guy on Tinder. Of course. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it always starts on Tinder. Or no? Was it? It was Hinge. It was Hinge. Okay. Not Tinder. S- same okay. thing. They're, so they're a little bit of class. Yeah, a little yeah. bit oh, of class. Okay. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and so we go on a pumpkin patch date. Yep. And then after, it was a little weird, a little awkward because he was a little. He's super, super tall, but he looks like he'd be intimidating. Complete teddy bear. Now, what is super, super tall? Uh, six five. Six five. Okay, yes. that's that's pretty big. Yes, and, and I'm I'm five six. Okay, okay. So a good. A good foot. <laughs> yeah, a good foot. <laughs> and so, um, super. He's basically a teddy bear, and we go back to my place. Yeah. Netflix and chill. There we go. Yeah. We start getting in the mood, and one thing leads to another. <laughs> And so this is our first time, like, actually getting pretty intimate with each other. Okay, yep. And so I'm feeling it, he's feeling it, and then he basically whips it out, and he puts it in, and after, like, he puts it in once, he's like, oh, this feels so good. And I'm like, I don't feel anything. Like, oh, no. is it in yet? <laughs> and then he's, like, having the time of his life. He's like... Oh, this feels so good. And I'm just sitting there like, I don't feel anything, but like, I don't want to hurt his feelings. So like, I'll go along with it. (laughs) And so then he ends up finishing within 30 seconds. Okay. And is there a problem with that? Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just go ahead. Um, considering this is like our first time, <laughs> right. I would hope there'd be a little bit of like you want to try and hold off. For a, yeah, yeah, like yes. a good like at least five minutes yeah, would have right. been a little doable. <laughs> but so he pulls out, and then he goes, "Oh shit!" And I'm like, "What?" And he's like, "Uh, I may have finished in you." And I'm like, "Okay, so not only are you a one pump chomp." <laughs> debatably have a thumb thumb down there you now costed me a plan b which i ended up making him pay for um but i i, I was on birth control anyway so we, we've, we've just, all paid for a yeah, plan b yeah. at some point so. so it's all happened it's happened before um but yeah um it was it was a very interesting experience so did he actually ever penetrate you um, <laughs> we, we didn't find that i out. don't know he said that he was like because I, 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 I felt it, and it was like a half chub. Okay. And so I, I'm not too familiar with penises. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. As I'm a female. <laughs> and so I don't really know if that's possible to, like, 
be half chub and finish? I mean, you can uh, you can definitely like shove it in there and just uh, it, it's not the greatest feeling, but like I just didn't feel anything. Yeah, I just didn't feel anything, and so I wasn't sure. Oh, that's very. But that's, at least he got something out of it. Hey, I guess. yeah, at least one of yeah, one, yeah. Of, one of you finished. <laughs> All right, yeah. well that's been Jez's uh, sex horror sex yeah. sex story. So. Um, Olivia, did you did you come up with anything that you um, wanted to talk about today? Uh, you know, I've been thinking. I have a lot of stupid stories in my life. Okay. So I have one for. Uh, let me let me double check. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> funniest. Okay, so funniest breakup. I do have a really, really good funniest first date. Okay, let's go with it. So um. Per my best friend, I had a hinge date. Yes, that's her right here. Yep, hinge date. Um, So we got an online dating episode. Well, (laughs) yes, kind of. Um, I no longer do online dating because I don't like it anymore. I think you should meet someone in person and have a connection right when you meet them. But anyways, so I was just lonely and wanted a date. And this man... We we were pretty we we're clicking on text and that was the only reason I really met up with him because you know you don't usually click like so easy on text but I need to stop faking myself out with that cuz that's not true that's just not true so the second I meet this man I realize I do not like him and I don't know what it is about him but it's just it, it's his vibe it's his energy the way he talked and kind of he like he seemed so like weak, but he was taller than me. I was kind of confused. <laughs> so we go out to get ramen. And good, good choice. Yeah, I love ramen. Right, I'll go get some free ramen any day. When you guys were younger, what what was the ideal place to go to on like a first date, like back in high school? Like I would say ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah, okay. ice cream. I would say ice cream. Too. For me, it was always Olive Garden. Really? Oh, that's a good one. So well, we good. weren't that fancy. Oh, okay, okay. High sorry, not, sorry. not me. I was like, I'll I'll settle for ice cream. I mean, I was trying to impress, you know. Yeah, well, and I appreciate that. I would appreciate if someone took me to go Olive Garden in high school. But anyway, right, so we go to ramen. Um, some great place. It was so good. I was so happy. Uh, and just as we're talking, I just, I I understand. I know I have very easy to read body language when I don't like someone. Okay. So it's very easy to read that I don't like him, but I also was assuming he couldn't read social cues because he, he would, um, he would just tell, he kept telling me I was so mysterious because I was so like held back and like would only share a little bit at a time. And I was like, it's just cause I don't like you. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. I like, I was just uncomfortable. Um, and he was, was he just, giving like he creeper giving, vibes? He was not or? creeper vibes, just giving like too young for me. It was just acting like he was in high school. Okay, yeah. and immaturity. And I was kind of like, I am 22, my guy. I cannot, th- <laughs> like, this is why I deleted Hinge. <laughs> so <clears throat> we finish up with ramen, and this man, he had one drink at dinner. And because of that one drink, he had to spend the night at my apartment. Because God forbid um, he would drive home after one drink. You know, I appreciate the safety. I appreciate it. I mean, no, he wasn't in time. No, he was. No, there was no question about that. It was maybe max two drinks if I 
am remembering right, I believe we went to a bar um, and we had like one more drink. But like, again, I wasn't feeling it. So I was like, I'm just going to go home. And he was like, I like, cause he drove to my house okay. or my place Picked and then we and then Ubered okay. to ramen. Okay. And he was like, yeah. So I he I already, just... he already had plans of spending I, uh, the well, night. Well, that's clear to me now. Right? right. As he's telling me that he has to spend the night. And so I'm like, okay, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> and, um, you're like, you're on the couch. My, <laughs> well, I wish I wish, <laughs> but my roommate was home and I didn't want to make my roommate wake up to a random man <laughs> on the couch. So, and like, it, well, it was nice. late by the time we were getting home. And so I was like, okay, it's fine. Right. And I had told him before we even got into bed, I was like, I don't want to do anything. It's our first date. Um, I was very clear about that. Right. Yeah. And he was like, that's totally fine. It's totally fine. Right. And so I go into my little corner of the bed and this man will not stop trying to cuddle me. And I'm like, I, I get it. But I also, I don't like to sleep while I'm cuddling. Like, I don't like to cuddle while I'm sleeping. I like to be on my own. Like, I'll cuddle until I'll fall asleep I and then roll over. I completely agree. And um, w when you wake up next to somebody and they're just, like, breathing oh into your mouth. I know. And so, um, yes, that was the total of three hours of sleep that night because <laughs> right. I could not sleep. I kept, like, literally kicking him away because I was like, like, stop. Don't touch me. Uh, like, <laughs> just stop. Right. Um... And it's not even nonverbal cues. You're giving him like I'm no, I'm like at this point it's no like physically hitting him, like <laughs> kicking him in the knees, like stop it. Um, and so it, it rolls around to six a.m. and he got up and he's like, "Oh, I gotta go." And I was like, "Oh, great, amazing! Finally. I want you out of my place right now." Um, and he leaves, but he left his like leftover ramen in my fridge. Oh, an excuse to come back. So, he like texted me as he left, and I texted him. I said, "You left your ramen here." And then a few hours later, I went to work. I stopped caring. A few hours later, I see my little message bubble is green, and I'm like, "Hmm, I'm pretty sure I'm blocked now, huh?" Okay. Right. And so he had followed me on like everything. He added me on Snapchat. He followed me on Instagram. I checked everything, and I like he, this man's nowhere to be found. And then he. <laughs> Un, like unliked me on hinge or whatever you do yeah and i was like wow okay I really so i, I really gave him the vibes that he doesn't i, I think i know, know where this is going what was missing from your apartment um nothing oh okay good I'll enough no i like god help me if that man tried to touch anything in my apartment i'm sorry that's like i don't even know you why are you trying to touch my stuff um he was like goody two shoes too so he like i he was giving like my little brother vibes okay but taller than me and i was just like i can't do this yeah. and yeah but that was are you sure there was nothing missing from your like the you fact, know what the there fact that he been. shut down everything that was there could have been gosh, but obviously it wasn't valuable point. enough for me to notice okay. that it was missing fair enough that's good um, one of those things where it was like Maybe he like those little things, just yeah. like the annoyance things that people. Yeah. Say. Maybe he took my nipple covers. I couldn't find my nipple right? covers oh my God, to yeah. go out tonight, so maybe, maybe. that's. Maybe no, I'm kidding. Good. I had them. I had them like a week ago. So <laughs> this was like months ago. Um. Anyways, uh, yeah. So that's 
that, that was like I guess worst but kind of funniest first date I've been on I've never had a guy block me so quick yeah, that's that's very interesting. but I was kind of like you know what thank God because I really don't want you to reach out to me again I really don't want to come up with another lie like I was like honestly maybe I was I was probably gonna block you if you kept talking to right, me. So right. I'm glad you did it for me. I and thought he was gonna come back for the ramen me. or something like I, that. You know or... how funny that would be? I would throw it at him. Right. Like, sorry. Um, that's what happens. Not too much is going on. I am hopelessly single. Aren't we all? No, these two just got engaged. Oh, so bummer. We all are not. <laughs> but I am, and it sounds like you are. Con- so con- congrats, guys. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's nice to be single. Okay. <laughs> so I've got a breakup story to share. Okay, let's hear it. I met this guy in Bumble. His name was Michael. Okay. And we met up for tacos and drinks. The date lasted four hours. Funny thing about me is my phone is never charged. It's always dying. So I'm on this date with this guy that's lasting way too long, but it's going well. Phone dies. I go home. He goes home. Apparently, he texts me like, that was really great. I would love to see you again. Phone's dead, so I don't respond for nine hours. And he starts to panic. He sends me a few more texts. My phone is back on. I'm like, "Uh, I don't know why you're panicking. Maybe that should have been my sign to walk away then. That's a red flag for sure. Yeah, but I dig in deep when I see a red flag. So (laughs) we proceeded to date for five months, and... He invites me on a trip to Mexico. He was going with a buddy, had a timeshare. He's like, hey, want to come? We'll have our own private area. Yeah, the whole timeshare was ours. His buddy was going to be at the one next door. Yeah, sounds great. This is going to be amazing. All things paid for. So we go. Having a really good time. He apparently enjoyed seeing me in a bikini. And when I came out in a bikini for the first time, he goes, tits. And yeah, first time I was like, okay, immature. My yeah. my grandpa's favorite saying is, "That's tits." <laughs> Which? Sorry, go ahead, keep going. Uh, is your grandpa single? <laughs> no, unfortunately. Oh shoot. Okay. Um, so he says tits. I'm like, yeah, that's funny. And then that kind of became his thing, where I would just say, like, what are we having for dinner? And he would just say tits. Okay. So more red flags. I dig in deeper. Things are going great. A little, sh- that sounds a little shallow, but yeah. keep going. At one point, me and his friend are having like a pretty serious convo. He had a parent who passed away. I had a loss in my immediate family. So we're having like a fairly deep combo just connecting heart to heart yeah Yeah, he's in the pool drunk and he accuses us of flirting and hitting on each other continues to go really well it was a really great vacation so we come back and of course I still date him we go on several more dates we go out to breakfast and I'm thinking this is this is it I'm gonna break up with him I'm about to break up with him and as I'm starting the conversation the server comes over and says sorry to interrupt but the people over there want to pay for your meal sure enough it's a man that I've known since I was like four years old and he comes over and sits down with us and it's like okay can't break up now cool 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 (laughs) so let's prolong this even further than five months because I'm young and getting younger (laughs) and so we say goodbye we're still in a relationship we're talking on the phone he's heading to new york okay and i am a teacher i'm heading to mini class night where parents come in and they go through their kids schedule from 7 to 9 p.m okay and he's 
texting me and he's like we should like do a FaceTime we should chat and I'm like I don't at that time I didn't have a phone that was capable of FaceTiming I was like I don't have FaceTime you mean you mean the battery was dead no well (laughs) that and it and it was an Android so both of those and I'm like yeah for sure let's FaceTime and that was the last time we we ever spoke we just ghosted each other five months of dating all the red flags and building up all the courage to break up with him can't do it and we just ghosted each other okay awesome yeah so (laughs) sorry to say his last name we'll cut that that's Uh, fine cool don't know where you are in the world um hope you're doing well we agreed to not cut that right yeah i mean i don't care but i don't know if he would appreciate it yeah hope you're happy i'm not Still single, but probably happier than being with you. So win-win, I guess. And that is my story. That's a bummer, ladies. All those situations didn't really turn out the greatest. After recording with the last story, I started to chit-chat and like, I'm also painfully single. So I was kind of like, hey, let's hang out and see if there's anything there. And she was like, okay, yeah, whatever. You know, you should have said tits. Apparently that works. I don't know. So, you know, we were chatting for a little bit via the phone. We had a date set up for a Wednesday night. That morning, I get a text from her just saying, I'm actually not feeling really well. I'm about to go take a COVID test. And I was just like, of course you are. You magically get COVID the morning that we're supposed to go out. So I was just like, all right, whatever. The last thing that I, I said to her, I just said, I hope you're feeling better. I do think it makes for comedy gold that if after your story gets played on the podcast, I go and tell how I asked you out and we chatted, blah, 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 and that you magically got COVID on the day of our date. And then I never heard from her again. She just said, LOLOL. And I haven't heard from her since. <laughs> you know, I love COVID the era of covid because i miss i miss covid traffic <laughs> yeah i love it because you now you have an excuse to get out of anything you want uh, i know anything anything oh, you oh, want I can't. anything you want oh i, I got covid I, you know i i i was next to somebody who was next to somebody who had covid out of an abundance of caution <laughs> i'm going to skip your child's birthday party <laughs> yep <laughs> i'm so sorry i'll be there next year i promise tonight we've got mac nepper bad boy of comedy and host of bad comedy podcast i definitely recommend checking it out all right so let's hit the road <laughs> So we got Mac here. Mac, you do a, a podcast, I heard? Yeah, Bad Comedy Podcast. I used to host shows at North Bar, but then it closed down. Uh, if, if the new fake North Bar reopens, I'll host shows there. But if they allow, for now, yeah. for now I uh, just go up on shows when I get booked, and then I uh, host Bad Comedy Podcast with some of the best comics in the world. Who's your, Where, uh, who's your co-host on that? Uh, Jason Melton. Jason Melton. The fucking man. He's been doing comedy eight years. He's a beast. Nice. How long have you been doing comedy? One year. One year? Yeah. When, when did you start? Uh, last like, June. June? Nice. I started yep. back in October. Yeah, nice. It's Fuck yeah. Too far behind you. And just kind of realized that I suck at doing stand-up, so I figured why not just well, hide, well, hide behind a mic and a camera. No, dude, I love this idea. Like, <laughs> like this is honestly a creative ass, dope ass idea. Yeah. Thank um, you. I just have a shitty ass bad podcast, and uh, but, I've, I've, but I've listened to it. It's 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 pretty bad. 
But it's also good because we have uh, 35 paying members that we have, we, we have a Patreon and we have 35 people that pay to listen to it every month. Nice. What are the expenses? Like nachos and shit? Taco no, Bell? No, no. None of that. It's a... Uh, Do you want to like, go get Taco Bell? We could. Uh, <laughs> nah. Okay. Next, Let's go to, next time. That's a good idea, though, to be honest. <laughs> maybe, maybe the next time. Ne- after. Next, yeah, next time I, I'm I'm totally down. But the the expenses are mainly when you upload videos. Oh, there's yeah. like a hosting thing, so that's like twelve bucks. And then when I, when I do the album covers, not album covers, but like the covers for each episode, there's like a picture editing thing I have to use. Okay. So it's mostly like eighteen bucks a month is the expenses. Any hilarious stories to throw on for us? Um, from anything life do you want the prompt I have, list? A, I have a lot of stories okay, yeah yeah that's um, and, that, and that's why I wanted to invite comedians on because they're the best storytellers so. yeah I mean I'm not even a good storyteller um me either that's why I but I uh, let everyone else tell I, guess, I guess I'll tell the first time I went to jail in college oh, okay yeah yeah so I uh Ooh, I, I have a story for that too actually yeah yeah <laughs> So I was trying to make friends, and I uh, made some friends in my dorm, and okay. then uh, we ended up making friends with these other guys uh, that were from the same hometown, but they were at the other dorm, like across the river. I was at University of Iowa. Okay. And um, we 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 uh, we pre-gamed in our dorm, and then we went over there, and uh, they were like, "You trying to get fucked up?" And I was like. Yeah, dude, I'm not a pussy. I'm always trying to get fucked yeah, up. I'm, I'm in not college. A, I'm not a bitch. And they're like, yo, try this knockout shot. And what it was is it was the dumbest thing ever. So it was like a normal shot glass. Okay. But it was twice as big. So it was like a freshman freshman shot was like a, a third of a glass. And then like a, a normal shot was a half of the glass. Okay. And then like the cool knockout shot was like a... You graduated. A triple shot, yeah. yeah. So I, I took four triple shots. <laughs> and then I was leaving. I was like, I got to go, guys, or else I'll die. And I, uh, they were on the fourth floor. I, uh, I walked through the fire exit, and I fell down four floors. And uh, upstairs, yeah, upstairs, oh, okay. yeah. We, and we had a fucking story that, and and and, and oh, I, yeah, go ahead. and and I, I, uh, I fell asleep at the bottom of the stairs. I had a broken tooth, and I was injured. And they they sent uh, they sent police and uh, the ambulance, and they're like uh, they're like, yo, you should go to the hospital. And I was like, bitch, I ain't go to the hospital. And the police were like, are you really going to refuse medical treatment? Like, You just fell down in four. And I was like, fuck this shit. Take me to jail, bitch. <laughs> and they took me to jail. But at the end of the day, this that was the best decision I ever made. Because the hospital cost like 1200 bucks. That cost me $200 to spend the night in jail, dude. Sober up. It was literally the best financial decision I've ever fucking made in my whole life. <laughs> it's so don't go to the hospital. Don't go to the hospital. Go no. To, go to jail. If the cops and the ambulance are there, go to that, fucking jail, dude. That's your hard taxpayer dollars, hard at work. They put me in my own cell too. It was it, it ruled, dude. I did push-ups. I rapped. <laughs> oh, do you rap? 
I rapped. Oh man. No, no, in, in, in the cell by myself, I rapped. I don't, gonna... I don't normally rap. Oh, okay. No, say, no, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not going to rap on the podcast. No. So, um, back I'd, back. I'd rather kill myself on the podcast. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of good content. So. I just forgot to bring my gut. Uh, <laughs> I got it here. I got, I got my no. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, you gotta stay strapped Shoot up me. for protection. <laughs> I agree, dude. Yeah, so check out Bad Comedy Podcast. Bad um, Comedy on all the the stuff that hosts those things. Yeah, mostly Instagram, and then subscribe to Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Bad Comedy, baby. Bad Comedy. I'm gonna end on my best joke that I've ever written in my whole life. I'm pansexual. I fuck pans. I'm a, I'm a deadpan, pansexual. Um, I actually had a friend named uh, Peter back in uh, middle school. He was pansexual too. We all called him Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Tim Allen stole my joke. Everyone obviously <laughs> knows my famous pan joke, right? Right. Uh, this is Tim Allen's nuanced, stolen version of it. Took some kids to Disneyland and overheard a 13-year-old boy wondering if he may be pansexual since he loves skillets. That's so that's basically saying Robert. I'm pansexual, I love skillets. That ring a bell? Grand larceny. That ring a bell, huh, Grand, folks? Grand Hunter Hirsch right. responded uh, to me. He said, shouldn't you be mad at the 13-year-old because he's the one that said it? How would he know that the kid's 13? You know? That's true. That's kind of weird. It's a fake story. That's weird. Yeah. Did he ask oh, him his shit. age? Was he on, was he on Epstein Log? He's Why was he taking some kids Log. to Disney World? Yeah. What's he doing? <laughs> he doesn't even say my kid. Yeah. He's like, I was taking some kids to Disney yeah. World. And then this, uh, this random kid children. that happened to know, uh, I happened to Wait, know his age. Dude, you're right. Like, as you break it down, that is a weird tax. Tim Allen's a pedophile. Situation. Yeah. yeah. He was taking some kids to Disney World. Who knows where they came mm. from? I'm happy that um, I upgraded from Bob Keen to Tim Allen. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to episode two of the four-way stop podcast. I just want to remind you that we are trading free rides for stories. So if you'd like to have a free ride, you want to get picked up, you're going out to the bar, or maybe you're at the bar and you want a free ride home, call us and leave a message. Pitch your story. If we like it, we'll set it up and get you a free ride. Call the four-way stop podcast hotline. The number is 616-666-9626. You can also email me, chase, at fourwaystoppodcast.com or get in touch on social media. Thanks for listening. See you next time.